Welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. If you're struggling in your marriage, or maybe you're wondering if it's even salvageable, before you give up or before you let things get too hard, let us come alongside you and help you solidify your marriage. We offer biblical encouragement and insight to help you strengthen your marriage. Hi, we're Doug and Leslie Davis, and this is the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. Today, we are going to be exploring the topic of forgiveness. And you can't do a a series or a topic on infidelity without at least touching on the topic of forgiveness. Right. And, you know, it's one of those things that's easy to talk about. We know it's important. It's very hard to do sometimes. Things get in the way. And one of the things that can really get in the way is not understanding exactly what forgiveness is and what it's not. So we want to make sure that we look at those things today. So one of the things that we want to do overall with this episode is to dispel some of the disbeliefs regarding uh, forgiveness. Because when you understand what it is and what it's not then you're more likely to be able to press into um, the concept of forgiveness even when you don't feel like it. And a lot of times uh, we know that when you're struggling to overcome infidelity, um, forgiveness is not, uh, it's, it's not on the radar. Right. And, and it can be, again, a difficult thing. We're aware of that. But it also is an absolutely essential thing. So before we get started and before Leslie shares some of the things we're going to be looking at, I just want to encourage all of you to understand and to, to try to process this one piece of information. Forgiveness occasionally is difficult because there's things that stand in the way of us being able to get there at first. But it is a path that you can travel. Forgiveness is a destination you can reach. Mm -hmm. And here's the most important part. It is essential for you because without forgiveness, bitterness will eat you from the inside out. Right. There won't be room for any healing because there'll be just so much unforgiveness there. So let's take a look and talk about what forgiveness is not. Um, The first thing to understand that forgiveness is not is it's not circumventing God's judgment. When you offer forgiveness to the person who has wronged you, it doesn't mean that that's justifying their behavior in God's eyes and he still will render justice. They still will stand accountable for their actions. Right. So, So let's go ahead and make sure we put this in terms that, you know, Everybody can process because we know that God's justice is a big deal. But when you're in the midst of feeling the things you're feeling after you have had something happen that requires your forgiveness, sometimes you're not processing everything. So here's kind of what that really is going to look like in a practical sense. Forgiveness is not saying it's okay and nothing will ever happen that will cause you to have to give payment for what you've done. That's not what forgiveness is. God still may bring justice by demanding righteous payment for whatever has happened. There are consequences even when we're forgiven. Uh, One of the most obvious examples from God's word is that God completely forgave Moses for his disobedience when he struck the rock uh, instead of instead of doing what God had commanded him to do. But there were still consequences. Moses didn't enter into the promised land, even though he was completely forgiven by God. And so it doesn't mean that it's going to get rid of God's justice. Absolutely. Uh, One of the other things that it is not is it is not waiting 
for time to heal all wounds. That is borderline stuffing your uh, unforgiveness and it's just as likely to cause a bitter root as it is um, if you were to just stuff it. You know, it's kind of mm -hmm. like, it's still not dealing with the topic of unforgiveness in your own heart. So don't wait for time to heal all wounds because that's not how healing comes. Well, and you know, we've, we've heard that, that uh, old adage for a very long time that time heals all wounds. It's only true when you're working on the process of healing. Right. If, if you are just sitting there wait, hoping that time by itself will heal all wounds, you're, you're buying into deception because time can make you more bitter, time can make you angrier, time can make your unforgiveness grow. Time by itself, all it does is extend the things you're going through. So, you know, forgiveness is not just waiting it out. Sometimes waiting it out with improper focus can actually make the unforgiveness in you grow. Yeah, uh, yeah, it can. Okay, so forgiveness also is not letting the guilty party off of the hook. There mm -hmm. will still be consequences for their behavior. Mm -hmm. However, it is essentially, now we'll get to this. I'm getting ahead. I'm running That's ahead. That's all right. But <laughs> we'll talk about this in a moment. But it is actually letting the guilty party off of your own hook. Um, it's releasing your rights. And we'll, we'll talk about that in just a little bit about what forgiveness is. But right. it is not letting the guilty party off of the hook. And, and one of the reasons this misconception exists so prevalently is it, when somebody says, I'm sorry, and especially if it's a minor offense, and somebody says, I'm sorry, our response tends to be the colloquialism, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. What we mean in those situations where it was a small offense is, I forgive you. But we say, it's okay. And so what we've done is we've conditioned ourselves to think that somehow forgiving someone means what you did was okay. And that's never true. So you're not letting them off the hook. You're not saying when you say, I forgive you, that what you did didn't matter because it did matter. It did matter. It, you're not saying what you did um, is okay. It was not okay. It will never be okay. It was nothing but wrong and will never be anything but wrong. So, um, you know, don't let the concept of I'm just letting them off the hook somehow keep you from finding forgiveness. That's another deception mm -hmm. that, that Satan would love for you to believe so that you don't give forgiveness because you are damaged greatly when you don't give forgiveness. And it's kind of like thinking that um, letting them off the hook is justifying what they've done right. in some form or another. And right. forgiveness is not that. It's nope. not justifying what they've done. Right. Um, here's a big one. Forgiveness is also not the same as reconciliation. Right. You can absolutely forgive and forgive completely, holding no grudge or holding no ill mm -hmm. feelings and never reconcile with the person who's hurt you. And not only is that significant for all of us to process right now, but it is also something where reconciliation, if it does come, might not, very likely will not be where things will go back to the way they were before. Mm -hmm. Too often, people think, if I forgive, then everything has to go back to the way it was before. And that's not true either. And so, you know, you may not be able to reconcile at all, but you're able to forgive fully. You may 
reconcile, but it won't bring you back to the place you were before the offense took place. And so don't believe the two lies that if I forgive, that means I have to reconcile right now and everything has to go back to the way it was before because neither of those things may be true. Right. Another thing that forgiveness is not is it's not being weak or being a martyr. A lot of times we feel like if we let go and forgive, then we let go of the anger that that unforgiveness is causing and then we lose a bit of ourselves and we mm -hmm. turn into, uh, we you know, it, that's a sign of being weak, you know. Um, but we don't lose ourselves when we let go and forgive. In fact, it brings healing and it allows us to be more of our own selves. Right. And, you know, through the forgiveness not making you weak, one of the things that feeds that is we live in a society that just feels this desperate need to win even when we don't admit that that's something we deal with, even in our relationships. Uh, when you have a friendship or you have a dating relationship, um, there's a comfort in knowing that you've established yourself in a position that is a positive position. We don't call it winning, but we feel like if I'm not in that same position, then I've somehow lost. And so uh, what, what you have to understand is forgiveness does not make you in a weak position. It does not make you the loser in the situation. It doesn't mean that somehow that person who harmed you now has one up on you. In fact, quite the opposite is true. And we'll get to that in just a second. I like how you describe that because a lot of times men, when they're in the position that yeah. they need to give, that's what it makes them feel yeah. like is that I know I'm going to be the loser in this mm -hmm. situation if I forgive. <clears throat> And that's just not true. Right. You know, that's just not true. And it's same for uh, like a, a response that's typically um, like typically for a woman that a woman would feel is that like if I forgive, I'm just going to be a doormat. Right. And he's just going to walk all over me or my, you know, whoever it is that you need to offer forgiveness to is just going to walk all over you. And that's not true either because setting proper boundaries is really important. Now, let's go ahead and just camp there for just a second. Forgiveness is not allowing yourself to be a doormat at all. We've been commanded to forgive, but the very same God who told us to forgive tells us not to cast our pearl before swine, not to let someone continue to hurt us. Mm -hmm. And and so you, you are not called by God to let other people walk on you and harm you right. and, and in any way physically or emotionally take advantage of you. That's not what God asks you to do. And that's not what offering forgiveness is. I think when we, when we talk about this next one, we have to understand the um, all-encompassing power of the Holy Spirit because mm -hmm. this isn't something that we can do on our own. But forgiveness is not conditional. Right. It's not, I will offer you forgiveness <clears throat> if you straighten up and act right now. Right. You know, Forgiveness is unconditional because that's how the Lord calls us mm -hmm. to offer forgiveness. And the only way that we can do that is by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. it's, it's nearly, if not completely, impossible to do in our own strength. And some of the reasons why it is nearly, if not completely impossible, in our own strength. When we start to think about the conditions that our flesh wants to put on forgiveness, it's one of the reasons we talk ourselves into not forgiving. We say things like, well, they're not really sorry. 
if they were sorry, maybe I'd forgive them. Or they'll just do it again. If I knew that somehow they'd learned their lesson and wouldn't do it again, then maybe I would forgive them. Um, and, and what we do is we, you know, we say things like, well, they're, they're just going to do it again. They, they don't even know how badly they hurt me. And all of those things may, may be, be true. true. Right. They may be completely may be true. true. But forgiveness isn't based upon those conditions, no matter how true they may be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And forgiveness is not forgetting. <laughs> we have that whole forgive and forget thing. It just kills me because we are not supposed to forget. Because if we forget, then we do not appreciate repentance. If repentance has been offered, right. you know, we, we don't have, we wouldn't have the capability to appreciate how beautiful repentance can be if the person that you've offered forgiveness to actually repents and comes back if you have forgotten you don't you're you're un, incapable of seeing how beautiful that is and mm -hmm. if they don't offer repentance you know if they don't offer their apology and repent turn away from that sin then if you have forgotten you are likely to run headlong into that mm -hmm. mistake again. And that may be the bigger of the two. I mean, we want you to see God working in the life of somebody who's been forgiven, who's repenting and being changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We want you to see that. But something that may be even bigger in your current situation is, you know, putting yourself in a position where somebody who hasn't had a change of heart, somebody who hasn't had changed behavior. God wants you to remember even though you've forgiven. They don't have power over you because you've forgiven, but you don't put yourself back in the position to be hurt the same way again because you do remember and you remembered uh, what it means to do a better job of putting yourself in a position where you won't be hurt in the first place. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what forgiveness is so that we have a clear understanding and can compare and contrast what it's not and what it is because i believe that when you understand what forgiveness isn't and what forgiveness is it is much easier to press into the process of forgiveness because we know how glorious that it can be and and understanding what it's not dispels a lot of lies because like for instance if you're believing that if i have to if I forgive, then I have to reconcile, and that's not true. You know, so there's a lot of times a lot of false beliefs wrapped mm. up around what forgiveness is and what it is not. So let's talk about what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is dismissing a debt. Mm -hmm. When somebody wrongs you, they owe you something because of that hurt that they've caused in your life. Right. But when you offer forgiveness, you dismiss that debt. You mm -hmm. say, I will not hold you accountable for that. And sometimes that's really hard because we want to hold that person accountable. Right. And, you know, especially when what's happened to us um, causes us to say, rightly, that was unfair. Mm -hmm. um, fairness demands that there be some kind of payment because what happened to me was so very unfair. Um, and so expecting that can cause you to hold on to bitterness and hold on to unforgiveness until that person pays back for the harm that they caused you. Um, and you may be waiting forever. You may be waiting 
for this entire lifetime mm -hmm. for somebody to be able to even recognize that they need to pay back for the harm that they've caused you. And when God, when Jesus says, I come to give you life to the fullest, he doesn't mean for us to be living under the weight that's caused by unforgiveness. So when you say and mean, I forgive you, you're releasing that payment that's owed to you. Now, here's why that matters. You're right. Your flesh isn't the only one saying what happened to you was wrong and it shouldn't have happened and there should be better for you. Mm -hmm. That there should be something that's done to make atonement for it. You're absolutely right. But that atonement may never come. When you say I'm forgiving you completely, you're allowing yourself and the person who wronged you to be able to see how to move forward in God's plan whether they're able to pay back for the harm that they did or not. And it is liberating and freeing to realize I've truly given forgiveness. You don't have to pay me anything. That is an amazing moment when you realize what God wants to do in your life because you've forgiven. Because there's a lot of freedom in that. There is. Yeah, that to be able to walk in that kind of freedom. And so one of the other things that forgiveness is, is setting someone free from the consequences of falling short of God's standards. Mm -hmm. None of us can be perfect on this side of heaven. And we know that we're going to hurt people in our lives. And so when we hold someone to a standard that they cannot reach, there's going to be hurt. There's going to be mm -hmm. times where, un where we need to offer forgiveness. So we don't hold people to the standard that they cannot um, that they cannot obtain. Right, and this is one of the places where somebody would confuse uh, forgive and forget. So let's clarify. Forgive and forget has never been what God's asked you to do. What God has asked you to do is to set the person who harmed you free from the consequences that they felt, you know, because they fell short. And so you're not forgetting what they did, but what you're doing is there should be consequences for what they have done that you are now setting them completely free from. So you're not forgetting what happened. You're canceling what's owed. You're canceling the expectation that you're going to get it for what you did. You're mm -hmm. canceling all of that. Mm -hmm. and, and you realize that, you know, yes, you fell short of the glory of God. But what, the, what is it that uh, all of us do? All well, have sinned and mm -hmm. come short of the glory of God. And so forgiveness is going to be based on this concept, a beautiful concept, that we're to forgive the way that God has forgiven us. So I want to, I want to add a scripture. This will be in the show notes. Mm -hmm. I want you to look at it. Colossians 3.13 tells us very clearly that because we've been forgiven, we're to forgive the way we've been forgiven. And how was it that I was forgiven? I didn't deserve to be mm -hmm. forgiven. God didn't forgive me because I was never going to sin again. Instead, I still have sinned. He didn't forgive me because I'd somehow started to do better or uh, had learned from my mistakes. Uh, he forgave me because his grace was given to me and he forgave me. That's hard. But what God's asked us to do is to forgive the way we've been forgiven. The person who harmed you might not have learned from their mistake yet. They're not going to stop sinning. Um, and it's not okay that they do, but they're not going to. So you don't forgive them because they're doing better. You don't forgive them because they're not going to do it anymore. You don't forgive them because of those things. You forgive them because God will give you the grace that he extended to you when he forgave you so that you're able to forgive them because they fell short of God's standards just like each of us have. Mm -hmm. Another thing that forgiveness is, it, and, and this one is 
This one is like the telltale sign of when you know that you've offered forgiveness and it's complete. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is releasing your right to think about it, dwell about it, complain about it, <laughs> keep it in your mind, keep it in your heart. You release all of that. And there again, that's hard to do without the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that when you know forgiveness has been complete, you can think about the actions that harmed you and they don't cause resentment. Right. They don't cause ill feelings. They don't put something in your mind that you're ruminating on all day long. Right. You know, that's how you can tell when forgiveness is really complete by the emotion that uh, remembering the, um, the behavior does in your life. Yeah. And when you release your right toward being offended mm -hmm. you know, to the offense, here's what God does in your life. It's incredible. When you are still dealing with unforgiveness, just seeing the person who wronged you causes something to rise up inside mm -hmm. of you. Uh, when you hear them suggest something, you respond to what they're suggesting a little differently than you respond to somebody else suggesting the same thing. Mm -hmm. Now, do you realize what that means? That means that because of your unforgiveness, whether you like it or not, you're allowing the person who wronged you that time in the past to still have a tremendous amount of power mm -hmm. and control mm -hmm. over you. Mm -hmm. When you offer forgiveness, you're releasing your resentment, you're releasing your right to be offended about what happened. And what God does is he takes the power that the person who wronged you had completely out of your life. You are free. They can say things and you'll still acknowledge them, but, but those words you. don't have power to affect mm -hmm. your emotion. They don't have power to affect your behavior. You don't have to dwell on them anymore. You don't have to think about them all day anymore. You don't have to get upset and tell your best friend about it later. You've been set free from all of that. Because mm -hmm. she's probably already heard it a million times already. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, we are not making light no. of the the level of hurt in, in, you know, that we've been talking about this month, you know, we've been talking about overcoming fidelity and we're, we're, our, our goal for this episode really is to just run down what forgiveness is and what mm -hmm. forgiveness is not. Right. This takes some work. This takes some work with Jesus. It takes some work with yourself and it definitely takes work with the person who has wronged you. And so, so our last one is probably the neatest one, and that is forgiveness is a character of God. And when we offer forgiveness and our forgiveness is complete, we know that we have stepped one step closer to the character of God. Right. And some of the things that we see in forgiveness, we don't process as easily when we're the one who is in need of giving the forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So think about it first for a moment about when you've received forgiveness. When you've received forgiveness, look at how humbling it is because you realize you didn't deserve it, okay? But also look at how there was an extension because you didn't deserve it of mercy because what you did deserve didn't happen. There was an extension of grace because you were given something that you hadn't yet earned. You were given that forgiveness. So you see mercy and you see grace. But even most importantly of all, there was a demonstration of agape love mm -hmm. when you were forgiven because in spite of what you had done, someone loved you enough 
in practical application, they loved you enough to extend the grace and to extend the mercy. And, and it's an amazing, humbling thing when you're able to properly see and receive forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason I wanted you to think about that first, what is it God's asking you to do when he asks you to give forgiveness? This is where we get to see how it reflects the character of God. God wants to do a work in your life first so that you are able to give grace the way you've been given grace. And what's that mean? What that means is I'm going to give you something you didn't earn because I'm choosing to give it to you. Forgiveness. I'm going to cancel that debt that you owe me. I'm going to also extend mercy. Mercy is when I don't do what is deserved. You deserve for me to be angry every time I see you. I'm going to let go of the resentment. You deserve for me to be offended because what you did was awful. I'm going to let go of the offense. Mm -hmm. And so you get to see a demonstration of both mercy and grace. But ultimately, even if there's no reconciliation, you have that moment where you're able to show a genuine godly love. Because even when I might not like what you're doing and might not like you a whole lot, I'm going to offer an extension of love to you because that's the way that I was reached when I was forgiven. And so understanding what it means to forgive the way we've been forgiven and to reflect the character of God is going to center around those three things. A demonstration of love that will show grace and show mercy to the person who is forgiven, even if in the moment they're not able to understand it or receive it. It's a beautiful thing. It is just a beautiful thing. Um, I want to give a shout out to June Hunt and the work that she does um, at Hope for the Heart. The material that we presented in today's podcast comes from handouts and materials that she has put out um, in counseling keynotes and other resources that you can find on her website. And I will link the, link her website to today's podcast. And I will also have a PDF link um, that is a quick reference guide to all of the things that we talked about here, plus more. It's a yes. three-page handout. It is absolutely ph phenomenal. It's packed full of biblical truths mm -hmm. and solid nuggets that you can grab a hold of just by contemplating on them, reading them through and contemplating on them. And so I would say absolutely download that free resource. Mm -hmm. And thank you, June Hunt, for the work that you do at Hope for the Heart. Yes. And so if while you've been listening to the podcast today, uh, something has, has been pricked in your heart because you realize um, I've been believing things about what forgiveness is and that's not what forgiveness is. And I need to be able to do some of the things that I heard Doug and Leslie talk about. Um, I would encourage you if, if that has been something that you've truly felt as you've listened to this podcast, go get this handout, get this PDF. There's so much more information and so many practical steps that will help you in the process of forgiveness because we know that sometimes difficult things happen and we can be wronged, we can be hurt, and we're hurt even more deeply by the people we're closest to. And so regardless of what it is that you may be going through, if there's a deep hurt in your life and you know there's a need for forgiveness, this is a resource that I know will bless you. Please go check it out. And after you've checked it out, if you're still having some difficulty, feel free to reach out to us. We can certainly come alongside as a marriage mentor and help you walk through some of these steps.
And we are Doug and Leslie Davis. This is the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. And today, as we've been looking at forgiveness, we pray that God will come alongside you to solidify your marriage.